Hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Groundhog Day, Big J. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, it is a good one for you. <laughs> is it me, or did it seem like a bigger deal when we were kids? Or is Groundhog Day a big deal to all kids, and we just grow out of it, a la the Tooth Fairy? I don't even know if it's quite at that level now. I mean, I don't think kids have any... That's what I'm thinking, too. Like, my kids could give a rat's ass about Groundhog Day. What the hell's a Groundhog Day? But do you remember it being a thing, like, when we were kids? Like, we would pay attention to it. It was something we talked about in school. Yeah, yeah, because you're like, oh, maybe there's more snow days coming. And every city, even though, like, Pakistani Phil is the big one, every city has one. The Boise Zoo has a statement they put out, or Zoo Boise has a statement they put out every year. I think it jumped the shark with Groundhog Day in the movie. Is that what it was? Yeah. We realized that he was just a really bad driver. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm not sure the accuracy of it, but, you know, it's still done. <laughs> it is still done every single year. Right. And it does give us an opportunity to talk about a fantastic movie, of course. But I'm just wondering if it's lost some of its mystique over the years, and I feel like you're agreeing. For sure. For sure. Why it ever had mystique to begin with is another story altogether. Don't care. That I cannot explain Let's to you. not care. But it is a deal. <laughs> Welcome to the morning after today on the show. We will have a chance for you to get qualified for that awesome Valentine's Day gift. Courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler, and Adam and Eve with the dating game at 740. You can play along and have some fun. More care packages to give away over the course of the show today. That's pretty awesome. We'll play a round of uh, Streaming Dumbass 2. That's going to go down a little bit before 7 o'clock this morning and all sorts of stuff. But Big J, I will open up the show with a task to you. I'm kicking around something, and I don't know why, but I feel like you, being the expert in this particular area, can push me over the top or tell me not to bother, and I'm kicking around getting an air fryer. Yeah, I'm an expert. Uh, Yeah, unless you have a regular fryer. I don't have any kind of fryer. Then why wouldn't you? I have a... Well, because I don't know, A, how much I'll use it, B, you know, it's just me, so... Right. uh, I don't know about air frying for one, if that's just pathetic... No, it's actually probably better because air frying, usually air fryers, the capacity and then the ability to, you know, you're trying to make a whole bunch of stuff and it just isn't as fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I think an air fryer for just you is a good idea. But the other thing is I wonder if it will open the door for, like, I'm trying to clean up my diet and oh, yeah. I don't know if getting an air fryer is a good motivator for that. Well, if you're eating some of that stuff that you're that you're cooking in an air, a regular fryer, you're just transferring over to air fryer. You're saving some calories, no doubt, by air frying it. Yeah. Like, I don't so, make a whole lot of stuff that needs to be fried right now, I guess, is my point. Well, and if I were to get an air fryer, would I then increase the amount of stuff that would need to be fried because I, I have an air so. fryer? Okay. I don't think you're missing out on anything. All right. So, I don't need to get one of such a I, 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 you know, No, not unless you, you know, you're... Because, I mean, for the kids... I would like, oh, I would think it would be cool uh, for like the, the kids because, you know, Cash is a big corn dog fan and a, and a chicken nugget fan. Great, great for those. But he's also impatient. And so, oh, like, yeah, that's much faster than a regular well, oven situation. But I never cook them in the oven, is what I'm saying. Oh. I microwave them. It takes a minute oh, you to get, get them the a mushy, corn dog. gross version. He, he could give a rat's ass. Well, then don't change nothing. Because um, you don't have a lot of counter space, anyways. No, I've got tons of counter space. Oh, okay. Well, then, you know, what you can do is you can get a nice multi one where you can get the air fry and then there's, uh, there's bake and roast. Yeah, see, like, I don't think I need a giant one, though. 
Like, I'm never gonna cook a turkey in the thing, I guess is my point. They're pretty economical. I mean, just give it a shot. Throw away 30 bucks. You can afford it. I was looking and they're like 80 or 90 for oh. the ones that, that are halfway decent, right? What do you have? You've got the Ninja, don't you? No. Uh, no, I've got the Pampered Chef Quick Cooker. Oh, my, my, my apologies. Yeah, I, if I'd love to That's very much on that, brand. <laughs> I will send you a link. What have I done? Uh, we will get pricey, though, into the, the fun that is important stuff here <laughs> in a few minutes. Hang on. Jump right that. into my trap. We'll do some Nine Inch Nails right now. Some Head Like a Hole on 100.3 The X Rocks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Boise police are investigating the vandalism of a statue in downtown Boise yesterday. It happened early yesterday morning at Julia Davis Park. We've all seen it right outside the zoo Boise. The president of Abraham Lincoln. You remember that? Yeah. The bronze statue called Seated Lincoln. Uh, it was covered in red chalk paint, feces, and signs were also left around the statue, according to police. Vandalism was discovered around 8 o'clock in the morning. And right now, Big J, everybody's a suspect, including you. Where were you between the hours of 4 and 6 o'clock yesterday morning? Uh, here. Anybody can cooperate that? Yeah. All right. Have them contact my people. Okay. Crews from the Boise Parks and Recreation Department went to work and have gotten the statue all cleaned up, thank goodness. No permanent damage, according to the police. But, of course, Police Chief Ryan Lee and uh, the mayor are both very upset about the vandalism and are encouraging anybody that knows anything to step forward. And let's find this. For some reason, that has been a fun little pastime for people over the course of the last couple of months around Boise. It's vandalizing statues and monuments, and it's really, really weird. Uh, Agreed. Hopefully, uh, that's enough all that. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't do anything. It just pisses people off and then gets you in trouble. So, knock it off, I guess, is the point that I'm trying to make. Knock it off. Major League Baseball season will start on time after the players said no last night to a proposal from the league to push it back by about a month. MLB had proposed the start of the season be delayed from April 1st to April 28th with spring training going on March 22nd instead of February 17th. But the players said thanks, but no thanks. So we'll see. They still could agree to some parts of the deal, like the DH for both leagues, and that kind of stuff, but that remains to be seen. Either way, it's going to start like it's supposed to be scheduled, so there's that. No change in when baseball will start, unfortunately, for baseball. Here's how quick people work, Big J. Netflix has announced they're going to make a movie about the GameStop story that has been in on the top of everybody's mind for the last week, about people investing in stocks in GameStop. It's not even over yet, oh, right? No. no, it's not. As Wall Street developments unfold in the battle between hedge funds and social media-fueled day traders that send shares of the firm into the stratosphere on the stock market, apparently the writer Mark Bull is in negotiations to write a drama on the tale. They already have a star, too. Noah Centennial. I don't know who that is. Uh, I don't either. But he apparently is attached to the project, so there's that. So it's going to be a fictional telling of the GameStop drama. Is it going to be called Wolf of GameStop? I hope so. Or Wolf of Reddit. That makes sense, too. Either way, uh, you'll know, just know it'll be coming soon to Netflix. You'll have a mo- probably dueling movies, I'm sure, if it's anything like Fire Festival. Each one of the streaming networks will have one that will end up on streaming dumbass that Big J won't pick. Streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Sounds like you just cherry-picked a movie last week, Big J, but you don't always have the ability to do that, my friend. Sometimes you have well, to I wander should. in the wilderness blind. And, well, you can cherry-pick a movie any day of the week that you want to watch, my friend. No. 
Uh, that is called just picking a movie to watch. This is called Streaming Dumbass, and it's your opportunity to select a movie that is on a streaming network, but you don't know anything about the movie other than a brief plot description, courtesy of whatever streaming service that we are using. And based on just that plot description, Big J must select a movie to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period. You can play along at home if you want and watch the movie yourself and see if you like the movie as much or as little as Big J does. That's part of the fun of the home game that is streaming dumbass. We have three movies here, Big J. You got to select one. Are you ready? Yeah. Movie number one, A Summer in Rural Oahu, takes an exciting turn for two siblings when they find a journal pointing to long-lost treasure that sets them on an epic adventure that could lead to endless riches, but may also get them killed in the process. The rich stuff. Movie number two. When a woman finds what she thinks is a dead body in her backyard, she calls the experts in to make sure it's taken care of in the proper way. But as they start excavating, they realize there's much more than just one body buried. Oh. Movie number three. Damn. An ambitious cab driver has reached the end of his rope, so he decides to use his wit and cunning to escape from poverty and rise to the top. Things really start to get interesting when his plan actually works. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. DC, Mike, all great choices, actually. Oh, oh look at you. So, uh, so tough, man. Um, I'm going to go with Goonies 2, the first one. That's actually what the movie is. How did you know that? It's not. They you passed on movie number two. That was called The Dig. It stars Ray Fiennes and Carey Mulligan. You passed on movie number three. That was called White Tiger, starring Adarash Gurov and Panya Chopra. <sighs> You will be watching movie number one called Finding Awana. It stars Kelly Hu and Alex Iono. It is a kid's movie, but you'll be watching it tonight. Oh. It is available for you to stream on Netflix. It's brand spanking new. Actually, all these movies are brand new on Netflix that you could enjoy. So the movie is called Finding Finding Ohana, and that is what you will be watching tonight and reviewing nice. for us in a 24-hour period. I watched the trailer last night. Uh, when I was trying to think about something to watch. It didn't strike me so much as Goonies 2, but uh, maybe, just maybe, you'll like it. Uh, the Preka Champa uh, uh, Jonas the, from the White Tiger movie? Yes. Uh, I just watched her Hot Ones interview yesterday. Very nice. Uh, you may probably that. know her a little bit better from The Good Place. Uh, but uh, not enough to get you interested in the movie? Well, uh, nah, sure. I mean, I imagine that's what she was on Hot Ones promoting, right? Uh, a couple different things she has on Netflix, but there you go. Uh, either way, it will be called Finding Awana if you want to play the home game. Big J will let us know how it is tomorrow. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, let's talk about the power of music. Hell yeah! The power to move you. And music might have more power than you think. Researchers from the Netherlands analyzed a bunch of old studies and put together some new ones that found that the simple act of just listening to the music that you enjoy around the time you've had surgery may help you recover faster. Well, yeah. Scientists say the majority of the time music was used was relaxing. And it was one of those deals where if you hear your favorite songs, it helps you relax, helps your body regenerate. And sometimes, especially if it's your own playlist can actually help you heal faster than if you were just laying there with a open wound, Biggie. Bad idea for me. What do you mean? Well, after neck surgery. Well, you don't have out. to dance to it. I, I know, but it's like an automatic thing. You start hearing, you know, creeping death. It's just like, mm, you want to yeah, nod your that. head up and down. 
Or maybe that'll make your neck heal better. No. Data showed that compared to things like breathing, exercising, listening to music, reduced patients' anxiety and pain after major surgeries. And up to several days of listening to music could also reduce anxiety up to eight days after surgery. Though more research is needed, they do caution. At least one expert say they should start looking at implementing this as a complementary form of therapy for patients following surgery. It's not the only thing you should do, Big J. Of course, you also yeah, want to be... Yeah, a bunch of opioids yeah, as well. Swimming around in Oxycontin as well, but the music may help just a little bit, which is a good thing. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, anytime you can factor in music into things, especially if it's music you enjoy, it will up the ante a little bit, I think. I'm not sure it helps regenerate skin cells, but it can put your brain in a better place, maybe. And sometimes that's all it takes, bro. Unless you're listening to the band Stem Cell. I don't even know if that's a band. Soft Cell is. (laughs) Second baseman Dustin Pedroia, who spent his entire 14-year Major League Baseball career with the Boston Red Sox, said, I'm retiring yesterday. The 37-year-old was the American League Rookie of the Year back in 2007, the AL MVP in his second season, but he played in only nine games in the last three seasons because a slide by Manny Machado with the Baltimore Orioles back in the day ended up messing up his knee back in 2017, and he's never really recovered. He's had to have six surgeries, including a partial knee replacement back in December. So he told reporters uh, yesterday, quote, at some point you just can't play anymore. Four-time All-Star was part of the Red Sox teams that won the World Series in 2007 2013. Hell of a second baseman. Uh, played college baseball at uh, Arizona State, where I saw him play a couple of times. Uh, and I don't know if you remember that slide, but it was dirty at the time, and it ended his career. It's pretty sad, actually. Uh, but I don't know. I guess you can make a, 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 an argument for him being a Hall of Famer, maybe. I mean, he did help the Red Sox win two World Series for the first time in over 100 years, you know. And he was an AMVP at one point, which is pretty impressive for not a power hitter. You know, Dustin never hit for power. Yeah, he was just a contact guy that was also a hell of a fielder too. Did he? Did he take PEDs? Uh, I think everybody takes PEDs. Okay, PGA. well then he's not in. But he never got to like uh, Barry Bonds, uh, half man, half monster size. <laughs> like his head didn't double in size. All in his I'm saying is career. they ain't putting anybody in the Hall of Fame lately. Well, yeah, that's true. But I would also argue that there's a pretty good reason for all those people not to be in the Hall of Fame. Big J, rest in peace to Dustin Diamond who rose to fame playing Screech back in 19 in the 90s, Saved by the Bell. He died Monday after a recent cancer diagnosis. He was 44 years old. He shared the news of his cancer diagnosis just last month. At the time, uh, he said that the uh, the cancer was serious. He was in stage four and unfortunately passed away, or at least announced that he passed away at 44 yesterday. Uh, Big J, you uh, eulogized the man on social media. Would you like to take the opportunity to do so now? Oh, I never watched it. You know, maybe, maybe two or three episodes of Saved by the Bell. I was more concerned for the friend Randy, who's caught up in 90s nostalgia. I will say this. I, I, I always screech somewhat of an apology because for the last couple of years, I remember him getting in trouble. Uh, remember he stabbed a dude yeah. at a, a, in a Milwaukee bar fight? And I always thought, I don't know what, if, if, if it was around that time, I thought he was like the whole reason that thing went down. I thought he was kind of a jerk for it. But I re-went through the story yesterday, and in my mind, I had the story all wrong. Uh, I mean, he ended up serving three months in jail because of the incident, but, uh, you know, if you believe the the witnesses in his story, uh, he was defending his wife. The guy just, like, you know, started messing, like, pushed his wife around for no reason at a bar, and he got, like, sucker punched. Like, the guy was like, hey, watch, I'm going to punch Screech from Saved by the Bell. 
at well, a bar. I know what that's like. And uh, and so that's how this whole thing started. And I was like, hang on, I don't know why I thought he was a jerk for the whole situation. It sounds like he was just defending his wife's honor and got punched for no reason. I mean, it seemed like just a couple weeks ago he got diagnosed with this cancer. Well, at, at the very least, it was just announced a couple yeah. weeks ago for sure. So it's sad, man. Well, I mean, it can work fast. You got to be careful. So rest in peace. May a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest. Dusted Diamond, Screech. Here's traffic. You probably know him more for the porn than he did than Saved by the Bell, right? He did porn? Yep. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's go into the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. It is brought to you by Ability Health and Rehab. Let's see what's going on out there with CB. Eastbound 94 is up to speed between Napa and Boise. Rotten hell, you worthless maggot! The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Still funny. We head to Detroit for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it's a tale as old as time. Uh, it's the whole reason why people like you, Big J, have ring cameras. Porch pirates, man, they're the worst, you know? Yeah. Not even glorified, just porch pirates. Right. Just coming onto your stuff and taking whatever is on there, it's just not its not cool. Uh, but a woman who works at the Chrysler plant in Detroit has a story that is altogether new to us and a situation that has never been done before, at least that I can remember. India Gardner has been working at the Chrysler plant for the last 15 years, Big J. And uh, she was fairly upset because for the first time in like 10 years, she had to go to work on Saturday. Never a good thing. Oh, man. It's a real office space scenario. Yeah, we're going to need you to come in. And so she went into work on Saturday, left her house, and came back home and could not believe her eyes, Big J, because a porch pirate had hit her house. But not in the way that you normally would think, whereas they'd taken a couple of packages from Amazon off her porch. She came home, and her whole front porch in her house was gone. Somebody had taken the stairs and the deck that led up to her house and ran off with it. Now, before you get like uh, this vision of this gigantic deck in your head, let me take it out of it real quick. It was four steps leading up to her front door and a deck that maybe was four feet by four feet. So it wasn't huge, but enough to hold a rocking chair and sit on her deck, you know. But all of it was gone. So basically, the whole deck, the whole deck, the stairs, the deck, everything leading to it. She walked to her house. And just her front door, five feet off the ground. is Damn deck pirates. Right. She's like, hey, uh, my porch is gone. What the hell happened? So uh, Gardner said she asked her neighbors if they seen who'd snatched her porch, but they didn't. And she wasn't able to get any description of the thief. She didn't have her in camera, of course. Now, unclear. I mean, she's trying to figure. It's not like it was even a fancy porch, but she's trying to figure out what the motivation was. For somebody to take her entire porch off of her front house but it happened and so now she has filed a police report and she's trying to piece it all together but it's it's insane that an entire porch would be stolen she posted before and after photos because a lot of people didn't believe her uh, but she shared a video and photos of her home and she was like i realized i had no idea what was happening it was crazy because whoever took her porch took the the stairs took the railings with it. I mean, everything that was attached to the front of her house is gone. So now she is looking for anybody that's got any information as to, like, I don't know, who has got a brand new porch or why somebody has taken a porch out. She goes, she can understand why people are laughing because it's a funny situation. But she says, I'm kind of pissed. And I get it. 
It's her damn porch. Since the incident occurred, she has started a GoFundMe page in order to replace the stolen porch. And she's not asking for much, Big J. She's looking for like 1200 bucks to get it done. So now we got to figure this out and hopefully uh, solve the crime that has been attached to the house. But either way, what a weird situation. I mean, I guess... And here, like, it's not like it was, like, loose from the house. They had to, like, physically remove it from the side of the house. It's crazy. It's going to take a team. Yeah. And how nobody saw it is another thing altogether. Well, wood is pretty high price right now. I'll take your word for it, buddy. But snitches get stitches, too, I suppose. So there's that. So be on the lookout. Porch pirates now not just taking packages. They're taking the whole damn porch. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We've got an opportunity for you to qualify for a pretty awesome Valentine's Day prize, courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. We're doing a little bit of the dating game next on the X Rocks. The X Rocks. T-minus 12 days until Valentine's Day, 10 days until we're going to give away this grand prize, courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. What is the grand prize? It is a $2,000 gift certificate where you can spend on anything from Lee Reed. Idaho's Diamond Jeweler, just in time for Valentine's Day. Get you qualified with a discount coupon and a $10 gift card to Adam and Eve to buy, you know, stuff. Whatever you want to do with that, that's cool. Yeah. Either way, uh, you have to figure out the dating game in order to get qualified. It works like this. Big J will give you an event that happened on a particular year. And then he'll give you a couple of follow-up facts. You have to decide if those facts happened before or after the original statement that he read. You get two out of three right. And boom, you are qualified for our grand prize. And you get that Adam and Eve stuff sent to your house guaranteed. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like to play the game called The Dating Game. Let's go to the phones. Hello, The X. Hello, how's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? Jeff. All right, Jeff, you're up first. Here's Big J with his fact. Brent Spiner, better known as Data from Star Trek The Next Generation, is 72 years old today. He was born in 1949. So were these other Star Trek stars born before or after 1949, okay? Okay. All right, first off, was Captain Jean-Luc Picard, Patrick Stewart, born before or after 1949? Oh, uh, let's say after. Uh, no, he was born in 1940, so he's old as dirt almost. All right, Jeff, you got to get these next two right. Come yep. on, buddy. Uh, was, okay. was Lieutenant Commander Jordy, played by LeVar Burton, born before or after 1949? I'm going to say after again. Right. Yep, that is correct. And one last one here. Was Captain James T. Kirk, William Shatner, born before or after 1949? Say before. Right. That's correct. Yeah, he is old as dirt, too. He's born in 1931. Well done, Jeff. You got it down in crunch time. You got the last two right, and that's all it takes. Congratulations, brother. You are officially qualified for that Lee Reed gift certificate worth $2,000, and you're getting that Adam and Eve stuff sent to you guaranteed. Hang on just one second, dude. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're good to go. You a fan of Star Trek The Next Generation? Nah, never really. I mean, I watched some episodes here and there when they were on TV, but um, it's not something I was ever very passionate about. I was what? always a Star Wars guy over Star Trek. Right, but you did you watch any of the older movies, even? Oh, the older movies? Yes. Yeah, the Star Trek movies, So once sure. you got And how about the Generations movies? Did you watch any of those? Nope. No? No. You just got, got out of yeah, Star Trek when... Yeah, yeah, just like, eh. Maybe I was just in it for James T. Kirk. But then you got back into it with the new ones, right? I mean... 
Yeah, sure. You I watched, mean, I watched the, the new ones, but... You weren't super impressed? Nah. I thought you were very excited for them. If I remember right, we saw one in Columbus that you couldn't wait to see. That was a fake... Just pretend yeah. you're feigning interest in Star Trek just yes. to see a movie. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your dating game. We'll play it again tomorrow. Don't worry. Plenty more chances for you to get qualified. We'll be doing it over the next couple of weeks. Important stuff. On Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, travel back in time with me. I'm traveling. Think back to little teeny tiny Big J back yeah. in Montana, right? Little baby. Running around outside. Uh, throwing rocks through windows, palling around with uh, soon-to-be-convicted murderers. What? In your time as a little baby, Big J, or as a small child... Attempted murder. Do you ever remember eating snow? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Well, of course I enjoyed it. All right. Did you do it a lot? Yeah, uh, yeah it snowed a lot. Yeah. So, But just the yellow snow is good to eat. No, no, no. You don't eat the yellow snow. It's bad. Some parts of the U.S. are seeing snow this week in ridiculous amounts over there in the Northeast, of course. But is it safe to eat is the question. Well, it's just snow. Well, let's listen to Oregon State University professor Ann Nolan. And she says that most times snow is just as clean as any drinking water. So there you go, buddy. And snowflakes have a harder time picking up soot and other air pollutants as they fall compared to raindrops. So once snow hits the ground... It actually stays cleaner longer until other things land on top of it, like your crazy boots. They're made for walking. Now, she says that once snow is on the ground, it goes through a process called dry deposition, which dust or particles, they start to stick to the snow. So don't eat the brown stuff or the yellow stuff, of course. Uh, And, of course, uh, even pink snow, apparently, is filled with algae that isn't good for digestion. Anytime your snow's got a color to it, I would avoid it. Yeah. But anytime it's pure white snow, Big J... Just snort it up. Different kind of snow. You're thinking of. <sighs> but I imagine it was good. The Athletic reported last night that Los Angeles Angels pitching coach Mickey Calloway, former manager of the Mets, quote, aggressively pursued several women who work in sports media, including sending three of them really weird photos of himself, according to the report. And then saying that if uh, if they wanted information on the team, they had to send nude photos to him. Yeah. His contacts included a whole bunch of uninvited messages via email, text, and social media to women reporters that were trying to cover teams that he was a coach on, including the Angels and the Mets, which is just gross, man. Yeah. Cal- Callaway was the uh, Indians pitching coach for five years before managing the Mets from 2018 to 2019. After being fired, he was the Angels pitching coach last season. Callaway, who, uh, Big J, if you had to bet, would you say he's married? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. You know, he's totally married. Uh, he said, quote, any relationship in which I was engaged has been consensual and my conduct was in no way intended to be disrespectful. It seems like they always say the same thing. Right. That's what Manson said yesterday, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's just, uh, it, it's, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm going to tell you what, it's a, like we mentioned it before, sometimes uh, as a man, I mean, it just feels so gross when you hear stories like this because it's just, you feel so bad for 
the females in oh, our God. lives. Oh God, I feel like I, I no matter who I meet, I have to apologize for. The, yeah, like I can't imagine the amount of hell that they've had to go through because guys are a-holes. And then you put on top of that being in a high testosterone Ugh. environment, like a locker room, and those situations where it's already uncomfortable. Man, it's just ridiculous that these these uh, women have had to go through this and. Um, then they have to. Then it has. Then they, there's a reason they don't bring it up. It's because they got to go through it all over again now. But at this, at least at this time, there's a chance for them to get a little bit of justice out of this because it's ridiculous. It is. Uh, and so who knows what happens to Callaway? Uh, either way, it's just not not cool. Major League Baseball season will start on time after the players said no last night to a proposal to delay it by about a month. So everything's going to start on February 17th for pitchers and catchers, and then April 1st will be opening day still for baseball. If you are a fan of Black Panther, then you are going to enjoy the fact that Ryan Coogler has just signed a five-year exclusive deal with Disney, Big J. It will be his responsibility to develop a Wakanda-based Disney Plus series, and he is going to help create a bunch of new shows set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for the streaming service, so we're going to see a lot more of Ryan's work and influence in some of the Disney Plus stuff, which is a good thing. How far and how deep this goes, I don't know. I know he's still working on Black Panther 2 as well, so he's got that task to finish, I imagine, before he starts on next, but uh, the good news, it's it's smart when they lock up smart filmmakers and content creators to continue to work on projects, I think, in the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and sometimes they had a, a way of butting heads with people early on. Uh, ironically enough, uh, John Favreau was one of those where he's still a part of the you know universe as a actor, but he no longer wants to do anything creative because Marvel was so set in their ways. So he's moved over to the Star Wars stuff. Now they're under the same umbrella anyway, but it feels like they've learned that lesson at least, where they're like, hey, maybe we should just let smart, really talented people do their thing and tell the stories they want to tell and then kind of give them some bullet points on stuff, and maybe that's yeah. the way to go. So good things coming on the Disney Plus side of things, which is nice. Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh man, we've got some new music for you. The Foo Fighters got a brand new album coming out, Nick. If I'm not mistaken, it's called Waiting on a War. You are mistaken. That's oh, the name of a song. The album is called Medicine at Midnight. Oh, Medicine at Midnight. Good. Uh, at least we got that out there. So, uh, perfect. We'll get you set up with this code if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. I'm going to tell you what, we've heard a few songs from this album. It's really good. Yeah, it's a Foo Fighters album. It's going to be great. So if you want your hands on new music from the Foo Fighters come Friday, when the album comes out, we'll send it to you digital code style for you to download and enjoy to your heart's content. But you must defeat Big J in the process in order to claim this prize. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you want to play Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. To everyone involved, I say good luck. Hello, The X. Hey, how's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? Ryan. Ryan, you're up first. It is a multiple-choice question. Ryan, what game is officially played with an eight-hold plastic ball? Is it corf ball, wiffle ball, or foosball? Wiffle ball. Right. That is correct. Big J, what was the first movie sequel to ever win the Academy Award for Best Picture? I'm just going to go with my instincts here and say The Godfather Part Two. Right. That's absolutely correct. What is the only Grand Slam tennis tournament that is played on a grass court? Ooh. 
Wimbledon? That's right. right. Yes, another guess. Would have been my guess as well. Big J, Real Housewives of what city kicked off an amazing 10-series spinoff reality franchise back in 2006? The OG. The OG of the uh, Real Housewives was what city? I'm going to say Orange County. Orange County is absolutely correct. Right. Look at you, dude, knocking yourself out of the park. Yeah. How did you know that, first of all? Uh, I, I just, I don't know. It was like, where's the worst place you could start something like this? Orange County. Good job. Uh, Ryan, Dustin Diamond played Screech on what 90s sitcom? Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell is absolutely right. correct. Well played. Big J, Christy Brinkley was married to what musical superstar? I'm not going to start the fire, Billy Joel. Billy Joel is correct. Right. Ryan, uh, Dog is famous for having his own... Dog the what is famous for having his own reality show about his job? Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter is absolutely right. correct. We well got to fight. It's a battle. Back and forth. Who is going to win it? Big J, G.I. Joe was, uh, de- was a popular toy debuted by what brand? Hasbro. Hasbro is correct. Right. I'm out of questions today. Congratulations. I won! Way to run Sorry, the table. Sorry, dude. You lose. No, you win. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> the new Foo Fighters album is yours. Hang on I one get second. Foo Fighters album too? Yeah, well, you pretty much do if you want. Okay. Uh, hang on one second, my man. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all good. Well done today, Big J. We will do some headlines. That's happening next guessing. on the X Rocks. <laughs> It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. That was so dumb. But great timing. How about we do some headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstar. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know, the one you just heard about on the X. Check it out for yourself and get yourself into a new or used vehicle courtesy of Team Mazda. Headlines are as follows. Morning after follow-up might help you poop. And mistakes were made. Might help you poop. Big J, I'm going to have to lean on you because I am not a heroin expert. But I do know that lying to police is never a good idea. True. And a man from Crestview, Florida is in some trouble after police say they found him in possession of drugs and paraphernalia during a traffic stop on Saturday. Police say when they found heroin... Under 29-year-old Stephen Copland's seat, he told them that that was just a chocolate accident because he was a little backed up and he was having some issues. But, hmm. of course, it's black tar heroin, Big J, not chocolate laxatives, you understand? I was lied to, officer! He faces multiple charges, including trafficking heroin and a traffic violation as well. That's two traffickings if you keep in track at home. Does heroin make you go poop, Big J? I have no idea. Because I mean, I mean if you put it up there, I would imagine. Uh, I don't know if it would qualify as a laxative, no matter what. However, uh, certainly not chocolate that much. It's a foreign object, sir. Morning after follow-up, or mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. Fictional characters generally don't need saving in real life, but the Texas Department of Public Safety got attention on Friday afternoon after it accidentally issued Amber Alerts for two characters from the Child's Play film franchise. The alerts included the murderous doll Chucky and his son, Glenn Ray. (laughs) Glenn Ray was described as having a blue shirt and black collar, while Chucky was described as wearing blue denim overalls with multicolored striped long sleeve shirt and wielding a huge kitchen knife. This is the Amber Alert set. 
the DPS revealed it was testing out its server when it accidentally made the fake alerts public, but also assured the public number on the flyers doesn't work, so that there's that as well. So if they called with, like, fake tips, like, hey, I saw a walking doll with a knife, they weren't, like, you know, tying up actual police lines, which is good. Yeah. But if you're the person responsible for firing off that test, that's going to be your nightmare. Oh, my God. I mean, just heart-dropping to the floor. Like, you know, you do something funny, like put that in the Amber Alert for a test run, and then it goes out, and you're like, oh, my God, I just lost my job. I mean, guaranteed. But imagine, you know, you're just sitting in your office on Friday, and you get, a, you get an Amber Alert and go, hang on, is this real? Because, I mean, I know not everybody's familiar with Child's Play, or not everybody's yeah. going to make that connection anyway, because right. this is a doll in there anywhere. But right away, somebody that's, like, familiar with it's going to go, did they just send out an Amber Alert for Chucky from Child's Play? In yeah. blue denim overalls with a with a huge kitchen knife? What? What's happening? But the good news is Chucky's still on the loose, Big J. They haven't found him. Never so, will. Plenty more TV series Certainly to come. Certainly can't kill him. Wrap it up with morning after follow-up. Maybe you remember, Big J, not too long ago, we talked about the state of Oklahoma and Representative Justin Humphrey filing a measure that calls for there to be an actual Bigfoot hunting season in the state. Yeah. Well, uh, as a follow-up to that, there are people that are very, very upset at this. And you know who they are, Big J? Bigfoot people? Yeah, the Bigfoot hunters that you see on your TV. They don't actually want Bigfoot to be hunted. And they're pissed off that there's going to be a Bigfoot hunting season. Uh, of course, uh, basically what's happening is the, uh, the guys that have put this all together, mostly Justin Humphrey, wants a $25,000 bounty for the first one to capture and kill Bigfoot. But now all these Bigfoot hunters that are on the TV are like, hey, this is a bad idea. Number one, we don't want a bunch of ne'er-do-wells in our territory. We're the Bigfoot hunting experts. Not a bunch of, you know, Jim Bobs in Oklahoma are going to understand what's going on out there. And number two, Bigfoot should be protected, not shot. They want these creatures to be preserved in their natural environment and just to be captured on film. That's the kind of hunting they're doing on the Bigfoot stuff. Oh. So they want, they're looking for federal law protection and listing Sasquatch as an endangered species as opposed to opening up Bigfoot hunting season. So now we have two opposite sides of absolute ridiculousness going after each other. You understand? They both want legislation. One wants to make Bigfoot hunting a thing. The other one wants to make it an endangered species. And uh, so it just kind of, you have to decide which side of crazy you're on, Big J. Which side of crazy are you on? I'm on the side that goes, uh, it's a uh, an unseen animal. All right. So you're crazy too. Morning after with Nick, you think it's invisible. Invisible. Like the predator. It's got some sort of cloaking technology. <laughs> no, no, I was trying to make a joke and it didn't work out. Morning after with Nick and He's Big J. Uh, there's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> It's so a Foo Fighters shame, shame here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Of course, the big game coming up on Sunday. And for the first time in the history of the morning after Big J, we don't have a big game party to go to. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. It's going to be a little bit different for a lot of people this year and how they celebrate, or at least I hope it will be, uh, for uh, the big game coming up on Sunday. But one thing that won't change, Big J, we got to shove food down our damn gullets. Yeah, and uh, this year... Uh, a lot of people, uh, yours truly, and probably some uh, people I know, uh, have relied on the the good work of DoorDash, Nick, and uh, they have uh, com- 
compiled a report here about uh, what uh, America loves in its football Sunday uh, big game party. Now, they, they did a survey here, and it's it's got some really shocking news because it uh, uh it unseats the champion, which is Wings. Sure. Here. And this data was taken from 1,000 uh, people, DoorDash users, uh, who were surveyed from September 13th, 2020 to January 10th, 2021. Okay. And uh, they, they break it down even from state to state. So I'll give you the top five nationwide, okay. and then we'll do Idaho. So number five in that list, what do you think? Well, I mean, uh, it could be anything. Burgers, maybe? Pepperoni pizza. Okay, pizza comes in at five. Number four, and this is when you start to think, like, this survey, these people, I don't know what they're on. Because sometimes you can't rely on groups of people to come up with a reasonable explanation. Caesar salad. Well, sure. People get salads delivered. That's not uncommon. Sometimes pizza places have salads. Not for your big game party. Well, I mean, maybe somebody's a vegetarian, Big I mean, I know you don't hang out with those people, but there, there, there are, are other that... things on there that you could do before you eat a salad, people. Uh, number three, chips and salsa. Get delivered? I don't know if this is necessarily... This isn't delivered. Okay. okay. This is just for the party. I can't, okay. I'm here. I was uh, number two, boneless wings. There you go. Number one, mozzarella sticks. All right. Really interesting. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a mozzarella stick at a, at a football party. Ever. Well, I enjoy good mozzarella sticks. I know you do. So, uh, let's let's do Idaho. They've got the top ten here for Idaho. Okay. Uh, top number ten, French dip. French dip. Okay. These are people cooking by themselves. I'm, I'm swear. Number three or number nine, grilled cheese. Okay. Weird. Uh, number eight, and this one is making. Uh, this was requested by my kid for Sunday. Stuffed jalapenos. There you go. Uh, number seven, potato wedges. All right. Six. I mean, these people are living out of their pantry, Nick. Buttered noodles? What? <laughs> For a... F- what? Yeah. Number five, steak stroganoff. What is happening? <laughs> Number four, limeade? What is? What are we talking about here? I don't know. Number three, chow mein. Okay. Chinese food, I understand. Number two, corn dog. <laughs> and number one, cheeseburger. Ah, uh, boy. I mean, other than number one, it seems like a pretty lame... Like, if I went to a party that had all these things laid out, I'd be fairly under... I'd be like, really? Yeah. Who are you? Corn dogs and grilled cheese and French dip? This is, sounds like... Yeah. And butter noodles and stroganoff? Stroganoff? <laughs> stroganoff. What's happening? We gotta go to work, guys. Yeah. I mean, in some of the other states, they're classy, man. Uh, Alabama's got number one spicy chicken sandwich. Um, you know, you've got nachos on these lists. Uh, California, I don't even want to talk about them. Uh, number one for Colorado is Crab Rangoons. I like those. So so there you go. It's, Lots of choices. Yeah. The point is, don't drop the ball, I guess. Don't have butter noodles or Caesar damn salad at your party. I don't mind Caesar salad, but I do mind. No! I don't want any stroganoff. Now with real anchovies? Uh, Yeah, I can pick them off. It's pretty easy. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got some bad impressions. That's next on the x Rock. Hi! <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Let's get you situated with a nice morning aftercare package. It includes uh, an X face mask. We've got a CD, a sticker in there. We'll send out to you in the mail all safe, nice from the post office. And you just need to figure out bad impressions for that. Let me give you our phone number. It's 208-287-1003. Now, you can call that right now if you want to play some bad impressions. It works like this. Big J has prepared three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. 
If you can piece together using those clues who that famous person is by using all three or maybe just one or two, then boom, you have officially won bad impressions and maybe it makes your Tuesday a little bit better. We will see. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Uh, this is Lanny. All right, Lanny, you're up. Good luck. When people hear my name, they think Halloween, but I'm not a psychotic killer. Okay. Who wants to shag, baby? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> kind of, sort of bringing one of my best SNL sketches back. Schwing! Um, yes. That was, um... Mike Myers? No, um... Oh, yeah, Mike Myers? There you go. That's you got it. it. I was going to say, you had like 78% of the answer out, and then you gave up. But good job, Lanny. <laughs> Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with that uh, prize package. Why is little Mike Myers in the news? Well, indeed, uh, Wayne's World is coming back for the Super Bowl, Nick. Uh, him and Dana Carvey have reunited, and they are going to uh, do a little bit of Wayne's World action for the Super Bowl commercials. Yeah, they're doing an Uber Eats commercial. I like it. Have you seen? Yeah, I mean, no, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, well, the the, the the commercial's not out, but the trailer for the commercial. Is I out. have I haven't touched it yet. I don't want to ruin it. Where uh, you don't want to ruin it? Where uh, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey talk about how they're going to do a commercial for Super Bowl Sunday. I don't think it's a com- it's a, t- a trailer for the commercial. It's like them saying, "Hey, check us out on Sunday, Big J." So you can watch it, and it won't ruin anything for you, other than seeing, you know, Dana Carvey, who's now sixty-seven, and Mike Myers, who's fifty-three, dressed up like teenagers again, which uh, is equal parts fascinating and sad, almost. No. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, listen, man, they're old. We're all old. We're older. I mean, uh, Wayne's World is 92, bro. I, I don't mean, care, man. I'm, no, I'm just saying it's a long time ago is all I'm saying. In a far, far away place. No, no, no. It was still the same place. Uh, Aurora, Illinois. But uh, still, it is uh, something that people are very much looking forward to. Again, no uh, no soft drinks, no Bud Light ads this year. So you have like Wayne's World and like I saw that uh, Mila Kunis, Nash, and Kutcher are going to be in a commercial together. That's all I know. Mila Kunis. For... <laughs> for uh, Cheetos, I think it was. Yes, Cheetos is absolutely right. So you have yourself some celebrity stuff to look forward to, and Big J's excited because he can actually hear the commercials this year. So it's a good time all the way around. Morning after with Nick and Big J. I guess the question is, you're excited? You want to see it? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Uh, we have got ourselves a little bit of show wrap-up to do. That's going to happen next on the x Rock. <laughs> Royal Blood Troubles coming, wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. We had a chance to talk a little bit about Groundhog Day this morning and the mythicism behind it. We also, Big J, talked me in and then out of purchasing an air fryer this morning. That happened. Then, uh, then back in, right? No, no, no. Oh. I'm out. I'm out. You, you, you talked me out of it. And then uh, you also had a chance to select a movie called Finding Oana this morning uh, that he will watch for Streaming Dumbass. you get a full review of that tomorrow. Some lady's porch got stolen, and we even talked about all the food you have to look forward to. Some of it not very good for the big game coming up yeah. on Sunday, so keep that in mind. I have a feeling that, that those thousand uh, Idaho surveyors, or people that I, I, I know, because they, they, like, an- they answer terribly in other music questions as well. Makes sense to me. Big J, that leaves you with the floor, my friend. Uh, in a recent survey, Nick, 53% of people said they would be afraid to get in the car with their 16-year-old selves driving. Hmm, I wonder. Uh, were you a bad driver at 16? No. 
You wouldn't be afraid. I wasn't. No, either. not at all. I mean, I, I well, at least I think I wasn't. Who knows what it would. What you think then, you know now, I guess. I don't know. If it was terrible, I didn't get in any accidents back then, so that's good yeah. news. So uh, I must have been doing something right. But I can understand why people would be freaked out because, uh, you know, you've everybody's got some issues. You had to teach a couple of kids how to drive. Yeah. How did that go? Good. Were you ever scared to be in the car with them? Nah. See? Then that means they're doing okay. And uh, every, well, how many percentage was it? 53%. Oh, that's not bad then. I'd say it's, if it's half and half, that isn't bad. Half of us are doing a pretty good job. Half of us probably not. I would look not. over to myself and I'd say, I'm ready to die. How would you? How would 16-year-old you react? Flooring it? Yeah. Nice. Quite the team. I'll show you, old man. Come on, old timer. Let's do this. Uh, so enjoy. Big J and Big J instead of Thelma and Louise. <laughs> uh, it didn't end well for that. Keep that in mind. I know. Uh, next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval with the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you just heard about on the X, so check it out for yourself. We will be coming back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Jason Drew is up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock.